0: Oh hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 11, Double Ones, baby. Double double Ones, yeah. Double Ones. As always, I'm joined by... Nick. And... Lauren. Wow. (laughs) Very, uh, enthusiastic, I'd say. I once heard
1: something, uh, somebody asked a really good question, why isn't 11 called 1D1? (laughs) And then 12 was 1D2. What about one 1D3, 1D4?
0: Would 10 be 1 teen? Oh. Or would 11 Wait, be 1 teen?
1: You are know, like 20, 30, 40. Why not? Like, yeah. 1D. <laughs> oh <my laughs> gosh. 1D1, 1D2. 1D1, 1D2, 1D2. 1D2, 1D3. I can clearly see Lauren's not buying into this at all, so I'll just keep my mouth shut over here. <laughs> Enough of that. Agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, and this is Joe. I forgot to introduce myself. Uh, but yeah, so we're here. We're in another episode. It's right before Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Turkey Day. Gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Gobbledygook. Gobbledygook.
0: <laughs> Gobbledy Have good. they already
1: pardoned the turkey? Or when do they do that? When oh, the president
0: pardons the turkey? We're- also, what crime did a turkey commit that <laughs> needs to be pardoned? Yes, you were alive. We were going to kill you, but now we're not.
1: You've been pardoned. You've been pardoned. He actually was a serial killer. <laughs> he ate cereal. Turns out he's behind the Boston Bowings so- <laughs> Oh, God. They finally caught him. And they're just going to pardon him?
0: <laughs> just like that? No. Uh, but yeah, so we've been uh, doing some studying of uh, some things, some Cicerone exam. But first thing, we need to crack a beer.
1: Yeah. I'm down for that. Um, how about, in the midst of stout season, we have <laughs> St- Prioress, which is a milk stout from Southern Pines Ooh, Brewing Company. I don't believe um, that I have had that. Priors. Have I had that? So, I believe, actually, we have this, but it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. Mm. And uh, you know it's always nice, especially, to, uh, to revisit something like this, because it's a little bit... Um, I guess seasonal, if you will. I mean, yeah. Southern Pines, uh we've had lots of their beers here, but uh this one being a milk oh, stout. Beautiful. Oh, I have uh,
2: not had this
1: one. Lauren had not. I I, I try to get something he that checked we all... tapped. Yeah. So you know, at least one of us can check it in for the first time. Did y'all know that Let's they crack also it make
2: a thin mint per
1: Ooh. Now that sounds good. Ooh. Ooh. Splash. Slashy boy.
0: Splash! I always like it when cans are like filled that much. It's it's quite crazy. Is it? Or if they've got um. Ooh, Ooh. That was a nice glugger. Glug glug glug. Uh, here you go, Lauren.
2: Thanks.
0: Thank you, Nick.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Looks good. Looks nice.
2: Looks
0: oily.
1: Oily? Oh, oily. It's a little bit too
0: soon, Lauren, all right? Yeah. PTSD. I was doing an oil change earlier, and things got messy, let's just say. I'm now covered in oil. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, very slippery. Very oily. Uh, but yeah, this does kind of look like that used motor oil that came out of my truck. Uh, it's a little thinner, though. Not as
1: viscous. Probably a little more head, to on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was pretty frothy. <laughs>
0: I have really bad uh, coolant leak <laughs> Um... But, yeah, it looks good. It smells. It's quite strong smelling, too. Very chocolatey. So where does the name Prioress come from, I guess?
2: There's a lady on a can.
0: Yeah, um,
1: I'm... <laughs> a lady on a can? On <laughs> that can in particular. Some some kind of of can. <laughs> I meant that can. It's saw the <laughs> can. a kind of religious connotation, I'm guessing. does. Um, this Prioress milkstone actually is uh, uh, full of notes of caramel, toffee, some dark chocolate, um, espresso bean. So, I mean, it's gonna be, uh, like you said, on the nose, very chocolatey, but, uh, I'm very curious about the, the Thin Mint one. That sounds really delicious. I
0: know. Well, um, according to the Oxford Dictionary, a prioress is a woman who is a head of house of certain orders of nuns. Oh. Makes sense. <clears throat> it is the woman next in rank below an abbess. Ah. Uh, now we know. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Now, what I do like about mm-hmm. Southern
1: Pines and their cans, uh. Some other breweries do this as well, but they have notes on the ABV, the IBU. Uh, they even have the SRM, ooh, uh, for the standard reference method. Yeah, which uh, you know, going back into our Cicerone discussion in a bit, uh, that'll come into play. But also the serving temp,
0: mm. fifty-two degrees
1: recommended, and actually show ooh. a Nonic pint glass. This is uh, oh, they say what glass to use. Well, I, I like I'm, that. I'm assuming that's what the indication yeah, is there. I like um, that. Which I could see a milk stock going into a Nonic <laughs> pint. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat, i got to say, I really am enjoying this beer. Yeah, it's a nice... Oh, did we guess the ABV? Lauren, did you want to guess? Yes. I know you wanted to. I'm going to
2: guess it is around a 7.1.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm going to say
1: 5.5. You're very close. Oh, darn. Within .1. Oh, really? Wow. 5.6. Correct. Uh. Yes, I'm so smart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I actually am quite surprised that I was that close, honestly, but...
1: Yeah, and you know what's interesting? So, the, uh, the IBUs are also pretty low on this. It's at 25 in international means. bitterness units. Um, yeah, I think I think it's really for a, a stout. I mean, I've seen milk stouts are a little bit more creamy, sweet, mm-hmm. uh, palatable in that regard. They're not yeah. as harsh or roasty, maybe, some other stouts. Nice and milky.
2: This is... um. <clears throat> um, easy to drink
0: Also I will say this retains a good head Like every time I've had a sip It like regenerates the foam Yours not as much mm-hmm.
1: But maybe I'm just sloshing it around Yeah Really nice mouthfeel too mm-hmm I mean that soft uh, A little bit pillowy But a little bit of carbonation still too it's
2: very delicate It's delicate It has a delicate mouth hmm
0: It kind of does actually It's very it's, Almost velvety smooth Yeah it's yes. smooth And then it dissipates quickly Like it's I never sipped it and I already almost have finished my sample because I find it quite
1: tasty. That's what happens when you split a 12-ounce can between three people, too. I mean... Oh, man. You know, That's on, at least 20 emotions. ounces per. <laughs> Quick math. Uh, <laughs> at least...
0: Seven ounces. At least. <laughs> it's at least two ounces. That's <laughs> yeah, correct. It is at least two ounces. Wait, what? It's four. Just I know. It. But it's at least two ounces. He's not wrong. It's at least okay.
2: two. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. By that logic...
1: Checks yeah. out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, I, I mentioned this. Uh, Joe, you mentioned this. Uh, what, what is SRM again? The Standard uh, Reference Method. And we use that to... Determine the color of beer. Yeah, something that I've been learning a little bit about. I'm sure you have as well with the... Uh, oh, yes. Cicerone uh, study material.
0: Exactly. Cicerone study material. Yeah. We're, we're studying, as we promised, way back in... Uh, what was that, Episode 4? Cicerone Jabronis. That's the name of it. Um, yeah, but we, you know, we, we pledged that we were going to do our, our Cicerone, uh, certified beer servers. Oh, actually episode five. Cicerone. Yeah. So shout out, check out episode five. If you haven't yet to learn a little bit more about what the Cicerone program is, but we, uh, said, Hey, we're going to go ahead and, and study for this, get the certified beer server, uh, This one is an all, it's an online exam, basically. Mm. Uh, The other one, so the next level up, just as a recap, there's four levels. Certified beer server, certified Cicerone. Uh, What's the next one? It's uh, Advanced Cicerone. Advanced Cicerone and then Master Cicerone. Uh, The latter three, you have to actually go in person because there's a tasting portion of the exam. This Mm -hmm. one, though, however, is all online.
1: So how you been studying for it? Well, you know, so I got myself a profile on the Cicerone website, uh, which I think gives you a little access to uh, some materials. They uh, they promote uh, a partnership with Beer Savvy, which is a you know, course, you can elect to to take it's uh, one hundred and ninety nine dollars, and includes the cost of the exam. Um, I'm probably going to like just to take the exam and study on my own. Yeah. They have a syllabus with materials and and resources for. Uh, uh, Different sites. I think they recommend mm-hmm. you know studying all the different styles at the uh, BJCP website, which is the Beer Judge Certification. certification yep, program. Which Also is a pretty fun yeah. program. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to do that too. Be, maybe that'll be a 2022 goal, perhaps. But, Certified uh, Beer Judge. Yeah, you know, I think it's nice. Um, and they also, uh, the, I mentioned, uh, or I don't know if you mentioned this in the podcast, but I think Tasting Beer by Randy Mosher was something you mm-hmm. read in I... I think I listened oh, that's to some a of good the,
0: book. I think I listened uh, to the audio book. It was really,
1: I think it's a very comprehensive book that they recommend for just having the, uh, the well-rounded knowledge needed for this exam, mm-hmm. uh, which is, uh, I don't know if we talked about it before. So it's 60 questions, multiple choice. Uh, we, I did the practice exam today, actually, just to kind of see what the questions are like. Uh, and admittedly, I uh, wouldn't have passed. <laughs> uh, I was—I think I got six out of ten right. Actually, oh, was, okay. Um, so, but it kind of gave me uh, an idea of where you need seventy percent to pass. I believe seventy-five for the seventy-five. Uh, yes, yeah, so you need forty-five zoom. out of sixty, but uh, obviously, gotcha. out of out of ten, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're sixty yeah, or seventy. Yeah. Or, a lot of lot of yeah. less room for error there. But uh, you know, I I I, uh, I realized I, I do pretty well on uh, some of the style questions. The one where I was really thrown off was uh what the recommended uh, temperature is for uh, a beer serving system like your oh. your, your keg system what like. should it be set at oh wait
2: yeah <clears throat> i know
1: what's the answer lauren
0: 48 48 degrees <laughs> that is are you trying to price. look at my ink word <laughs> on the keg right over there <laughs> it is not at 48 degrees i hope
2: 62
0: Okay, let's think logically here for a moment.
2: (laughs) 31. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, the refrigerator is set to 40.
1: (laughs) Okay. Is it? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So... The correct answer actually was 38 degrees. That's right? what I was... Oh,
0: I was going to say that. But he said it first. <laughs> so my, credit- but, my yeah. credibility is shot because I uh, didn't say it when he said it. But well, of course you were going to say that. 38 yeah.
1: degrees. You don't want it to freeze. <laughs> right. So I would but, have guessed like low 40s because I thought that seemed like a, a, a nice drinking time yeah. for most beers. But... Uh, you need it cold enough to prevent... Well, um, this
2: said 50-something, right?
1: Yeah, serving at 52. Now, so that's out of a can, I suppose. Hmm. <clears> um,
2: so what's the difference?
1: Well, the thing is, I don't think you want to store it at 52 degrees, but you want to serve it at 52. Yeah. So,
2: um... So I still... You can
1: let it up to temp. Oh.
2: oh. And that's, I, think, I
1: think that's exclusive to, like, your keg system. I mean, mm-hmm. um, when you're storing beer in a can or a bottle in the fridge, I think that all varies based on the type of beer. Um, yeah,
0: you don't want it to get too... Well, you don't want it to be cooler in the system because you don't want it to, uh get all foamy you don't want it to be too warm because it'll foam like crazy because that co2 is, will escape you want to keep it trapped inside the
1: liquid yeah speaking of trap that was another question they asked about uh where most trappist breweries are found oh. which is a very i mean that's a very nitty gritty question next
2: to the rhombuses <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh gosh, that was bad, but that was also good (laughs) at the same time. We're making dad jokes here. Yeah, holy moly. That one almost went over my head well done. Yeah, first it took me a second to get there. Trappist Zoid, Nice. Uh, No, Trappist Breweries, which um, I don't think is something you're familiar with unless you've really done some homework.
0: Trappist monks. Yeah. We have a actually,
1: we have a Trappist Belgian triple downstairs in the fridge. And that is your good clear right there to where you're going to find most of the Trappist breweries. In the fridge. In the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I was on a on a heater tonight. What um, do you mean, like where in the world? Like yes, what region, Like,
0: like Belgium? Belgium?
1: Belgium. Yeah. Nights. Oh, no, I
0: think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Belgium. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so but
0: so Belgian triples. Yeah. A, the single. Well, singles were for the monks to drink. Doubles they sold, and triples. But yeah, we have a chamay. A chamay. Straight from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> But it is as a Trappist, yeah. certified says so certified Trappist.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it kind of gives me the idea that you know there's going to be a little bit of uh, I don't say beer history, but also just uh, styles and uh, origin of different styles. Uh, obviously, serving temperature, serving conditions. Uh, I think that's one of the first parts of the uh, syllabus is talking about um, how to keep and store beer mm-hmm. properly, how to cycle through your. Uh, you know, when you keg things to label them with dates and to uh, to know sort of the shelf life of your beer, so, I mean yeah. it really goes from when the beer is you know kegged or bottled or canned to the actual consumption of it. So it's really a thorough process. Um, I mean the, th- the syllabus itself is like 14 pages. Started to go through that a little bit, um, but I wanted to kind of go into the practice quiz a little bit blind, just well, to yeah, see you what get my a... base knowledge mm-hmm. was. Uh, it was a little bit humbling, so.
2: I think my baseline knowledge would be low. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty safe to say I don't even need to take it to know that I would not know anything. You wouldn't so know anything. So I should. You might be
1: surprised. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna rip you off a sample thing from the all syllabus right, here. I'm yeah. ready. It's multiple choice, so Ooh. the test is anyway. I should clarify it. All right, here we go. All right, Lauren. Uh, We're gonna go head to head. All right. When you pour beer,
0: a filtered beer. How much of the beer do you want to pour into the glass? Beep. From a bottle?
2: Um, one
1: half. <laughs> Six ounces.
0: <laughs> the entire beer. Because it's filtered yeah. and it doesn't have any <sighs> sediment. Gosh. Trick question. See? Trick question. Um,
1: unfiltered is where you want to be careful with the bottom.
0: Oh, let's see what else we got here. Uh. What are the qualitative parameters of beer character?
1: Qualitative would be appearance, aroma, mouthfeel, taste or flavor. Mm-hmm. And... You've got two more. Oh, two more. So... That's now, that. here's curious. So, we use the term drinkability. Is that something that they recognize? Or sort
0: of. They say finish. Finish. Or aftertaste. Okay. And then there's one more. Yes. It has to do the IBUs.
2: Um, how bitter it is. Yes,
0: perceived bitterness. <laughs> perceived bitterness. Good. Yeah. Well, nice job.
2: Well, I will say I know enough about qualitative versus quantitative <laughs> that I knew it was not the ABV or the IB Lauren, numbers.
0: What is the proper way to open a twist off crown bottle?
2: You twist it off correct <laughs> wait that was a
0: question it's not a question it's a thing on the syllabus oh. but be, optional what could you use if you needed more grip and to protect your hand
2: a kitchen towel
0: sorry <laughs> the answer we were looking for was napkin <laughs>
1: really? I think a, just, this is just funny
2: a towel would provide more resistance
1: but what if you tear up your towel with the bottle
2: Then up. I should probably not be drinking that bottle. Of
1: don't, don't use your good towels. No, use your good towel. hmm yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's nice to have an idea of maybe where I need to put more emphasis on mm-hmm. my studies because, I mean, we've got... More you
2: know, well, emphasis.
1: Emphasis. Emphasis on your studies. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's been a while since I've had to studie. Yeah. Been out of school for a minute. I don't know, I guess I...
2: I was about to say a yeah. Didn't you just finish up in May?
1: That's true. I, did, I forgot I did. <laughs> no. it has been more yeah. than one minute. That was, uh, <laughs> that course, you know, it's, it's not as, it's more qualitative than quantitative, you know? Mm. So, uh, mm. again, uh, I think that it ties in. It's, it was a little more, you know, uh, is it linguistics? So, you know, it's a little more, like, linguistics. uh, I guess, uh, Lingual. critical thinking or, you know, versus like. Quantitative Study data. This. Yeah, exactly. So like you're studying, it's this. Just like, yeah. Learn it. Yeah, you're, you're memorizing phonemes and phonies. morphemes.
0: You're, mem- <laughs> you're memorizing phonies. phonies. you phonies. You're phony. You're phony. you jabroni. jabroni. phony. Uh, well, should we crack another beer here? Sure. I see a nice beer sitting over here. I see a beer. It's over there. This is also a stout. You know what that sound means? You know what that means? Lauren, do you know what that means?
2: Yes, I can see the can. What does it mean? That's a nitro.
0: Yeah, that's a nitro. That was a little nitro widget in there. Hello, you got a nitro. I'm curious as to how that'll sound on the thing.
1: On the new mic, yeah, because the last nitro we did uh, was before this mic, a recorder. Beautiful. You got
0: it. No. So what are we drinking? We are drinking... We are drinking Left Hand Brewing Company from Longmont, Colorado. Galactic Cowboy Imperial Stout.
1: Stout season lives on Mm -hmm. a two-part stout day.
0: Now, Lauren pulled this out of the old fridge. (laughs) Do you want to know what the Best Buy date was? (laughs) I don't think they want to know. Okay,
2: it was sooner than what the other one was.
0: Yep. But, it's a stout, so it should age some. An Imperial stout, no less. It was by Best Buy August Was sitting in there from last year. I'm sure it's still fine. This is the expired beer podcast. (laughs) Welcome.
1: Yeah, I mean, and this I think it will kind of help us with, uh, you know,
0: tasting perfect beer all the time. Yeah, exactly.
1: You have to know what bad beer tastes like to Mm -hmm. appreciate the good beer.
0: So, what are your first impressions? I mean, look at this creamy head from the nitro. Yeah, those little micro bubbles just kind of sit on the edge of the glass. It's like frothy. Love it.
1: No love lost for the, uh, the nitro. Smells actually decently alcoholic. Mmm. Burial mm-hmm. style, oof. What's the ABV on that? You know, let's guess.
0: Yeah, let's guess what a, uh, Lauren, what do you got?
2: Um, maybe around, uh,
1: 6.9. Higher. I'm really? gonna have to go 9.8. Lower. Ooh.
2: Seven point six higher, nine
1: point one lower, eight point four higher, eight point eight higher,
0: eight point nine <laughs> higher, nine point yeah! <laughs> wow, I know I really dragged that out, didn't I? <laughs> yeah.
1: Reminds me of a uh, teacher had school. We would do it. Ga- it wasn't really a game. It was kind of like an end of class thing. Uh, we get pull out for like special math or whatever. Mm. Um, and then at the end of the day, we play. It's a game higher or lower, and it was between one and a hundred. It was just a number he picked, and hmm. then whoever won got a jelly belly from his jar <laughs> jelly bellies. <laughs> 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 which is a very s- small single jelly bean. Like you, to just like to watch us struggle, guess numbers and struggle for mm-hmm. five minutes. What but, do you think uh, of the taste? I digress. Yeah, good. this is a. Uh, I think I've had this before. It's been a while. Um, mm-hmm. I love Left Hand. They have a really good Nitro series. I think I prefer
2: um, Right Hand, but.
1: Wow. Well, Joe likes his left hand. He's a he does. Lefty, oh, yeah. Lefty among
0: us. Lefty. 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 Now this is good. It's got a bite to it. It does have... It's a 44 international bitterness units. It's a little but higher see, than the last uh, one.
2: alcohol on the back end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does have an alcoholic finish. Hey, let's hit it with the, those six criteria. Appearance. Uh, thick, foamy, creamy, tan head.
1: Dark... SRM, black. I think, is something... We've not ever personally know, so that'll be interesting. But I don't know. I think the SRM is higher is darker yes. Yeah, so. That's correct.
0: That is correct.
1: That is correct.
0: Um yeah, dark black color, inky black, aroma. A little bit of cereal, some grain, a little roast. But strong, like sweet
1: alcoholic notes. Yeah. Um yeah, the the boozy smell. I think it smells more boozy than it tastes for me. Um, but if we're going yeah. know, alone, it's uh, the malt character is really nice, despite the fact that it is a little bit old. But it's uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it smells decent. Its uh, flavor is uh, bitter, but roasty coffee, a little bit of alcohol. What about you, Lauren? Contribute what you got. Have you tried it yet?
2: Mm-hmm. I agree with all of those
1: things. <laughs> That's exactly what she was going to Wow, so
0: agreeable. Uh, in the order that they had, they had flavor, then they had mouthfeel. Mouthfeel oh. is what? It's creamy, oh, smooth. Yeah.
2: yeah. Kind of like a light little pillow on top of my tongue. A
0: little
1: pillow on your tongue. Yeah, a little bit like thicker, a little more, kind of viscous, but not like sticky. No. Like just it has like some weight to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's, it's like a very, very soft, yeah, like the nitro, I think it just kind of makes it like velvety or pillowy. It's
0: got some heft. Uh, finish. For me, it's a little drying on the finish. I think it's the alcohol that kind of contributes to that. And you get a little bit of a alcohol, retronasal mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Uh, and then perceived bitterness. What are you saying?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, moderate to slightly high bitterness. I think Imperial Stouts particularly bring that out. And it's not, you know, it's its, a, its own kind of bitterness. Um mm. Well, I
0: think you got to have the bitterness to back it up too. Once yeah. you get a bigger beer, you, you have to kind of balance things out and make everything a little bit more bold. So
1: it's good though. Yeah. Now kind of tying back into our Cicerone, you know, early, early discussion. Um, one thing that I found notable was they, uh, they mentioned there's an entire section of, uh, you know pairing beer with food but in level mm-hmm. one it's not at all hashed out it's essentially just a, a blanket statement that you should know <laughs> that beer and food do pair well yeah but I'm, I'm guessing level two when you get into uh certify around and
0: and more. advance more
1: so it probably dives into that more but mm-hmm. um you know i always think about that like what what can i eat with this beer yeah um and this one in particular i think being stronger malty roasty i mean if you're not having it with like a a sweet dessert i don't know what else you could i mean with food itself mm-hmm. i think it would have to be something maybe equally bold or something kind of like fatty maybe I yeah yeah i feel like this would be great
0: with dessert
2: pound cake
0: <laughs> oh here, we, here go. we go with the pound cake <laughs> back again uh what what do you think else? I feel like ice cream. I feel like I could have this with a vanilla ice cream, strawberry,
1: Ooh. strawberry ice cream. Okay. Yeah. You and know maybe? what? It kind of reminds me of like if, like having an affogato. Like you have that kind of because oh, the that espresso, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that roasty, like bold, robust flavor on top of like a sweet, you know, gelato or ice cream is top notch. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's a. Uh, is it too early to maybe talk about? food pairing for oh. the upcoming holiday i
0: think that's a great idea thanksgiving we've got some staple foods that come along with it i mean if we're talking standard fare we're thinking turkey stuffing cranberry sauce mashed potatoes mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. cranberry sauce potato salad who why one baked potatoes, baked. Oh. Potatoes. <laughs> yes, we've got three different versions of potatoes at dinner. We always have three potatoes, French fries. Uh, Double. You eggs. can't forget sweet potatoes. Oh yeah.
2: Oh, I love sweet potatoes.
0: Sometimes a little bit of green bean casserole. On top. Oh, green bean casserole. No. Or corn, maybe corn. Mm-hmm. No,
2: not too much corn.
1: Not too much corn. Some rolls. Rolls. I have those. No, here's a question. Those to the table. Do you guys have your? Do, now, do your families ever have like a traditional? Or a staple item at dinner for Thanksgiving that maybe is not traditional or not... You know, it's not something you're going to find at everybody's family mm. Thanksgiving dinner. that makes sense? Apparently,
2: potato salad is not a normal thing. So that's... <laughs> I would
1: say that's not normal, but I'm not... Wait, do you, to you to. really have potato salad?
2: So we don't really normally do, like, a Thanksgiving dinner meal. Um, but usually with the holidays, yeah, potato salad with the pickle cues and then chopped up, like... Eggs within cubes? it. Yes, it is so you re- good. You,
1: you just dice a pickle into cubes.
2: No, no, no. You you purchase them that way. This but yes, they're just
1: they're just diced pickles. <laughs> I've never heard of diced. It's kind of like relish, but uh, almost kind of, right, cubeier. It's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind More of, cubier. but not. Yeah. I have some in the fridge.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. I think you th-
2: also use them to make doubled eggs as well.
1: I don't think I've had your deviled eggs
0: either. Really? No. Well, Why would you want what? giant cubes of pickles in your deviled eggs? they it's supposed to so be like, good. it's like whipped and pureed, like, yeah. creamy. So, so I just have
1: chunks, chunks no, to do it. No, 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 don't. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Y'all ain't
2: doing deviled I
1: mean, eggs. We could have a whole feet. discussion or debate about yeah. the correct way to prepare deviled eggs. <laughs> Enough about
0: Lauren and her pickle <laughs> cubes. Um, well, I don't know. We have uh, creamed corn. That's not that oh. outrageous, though, I feel like. Yeah.
2: This year we might have flan. <laughs> yeah,
0: we were joking, like, telling my... <laughs> my mom asked if there's anything that Lauren usually has, and we joked and said flan, and so she's like, what's a recipe? And then she tried to play it off like she was just joking. Oh, yeah, like I she knew, she, she knew she we were just messing. Today. She did make one today, though. I think it inspired her to make one. Oh,
1: uh, look, look at that. You that. get eating well this weekend. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, So the reason I asked because I obviously had something come to mind. Um, On my mom's side, we would have sort of like an appetizer at the table before we plated up a shrimp cocktail.
0: Oh, Oh, we usually have that
1: on like Christmas Eve. Eve. Okay. Well, and we have it for both. We have a Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's just like whenever we have a big family dinner, which Mm. is basically those two times a year. That's what we start off with, is a shrimp, shrimp cocktail. cocktail. My mom makes her own cocktail sauce. Oh, get the nice little uh, champagne glasses to serve oh, it Oh, beautiful.
2: That's fancy.
0: See, I just fork. remember, I have just a vivid memory of one year we had it, and we had like a communal cocktail, and my grandpa double-dipped. I'll never forget that. Ooh, remember. you can't,
2: anything communal, and you can't double-dip. It just
0: was the way he was mm-hmm. double-dipping, too. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway,
1: uh, yeah. Grandpa wasn't invited back next year. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean I can't be in my own house? You're dang kids! Um, But yeah, so I mean, so
0: traditional Thanksgiving fare, what are you pairing with it? I guess what would be one beer that you would say, this beer I'm having on Thanksgiving all day. It goes with everything. I'm crushing it. All day? And then we can can go if you want to have like a multi-course beer pairing dinner. Because usually your plate's just a big smorgasbord.
2: And so, I'm the type person also that I don't necessarily want something with my meal, though. So, I'd rather enjoy something before or after, All and right. when I'm eating, I'd like to have a glass of water.
0: Well, with that context, what are you having?
2: I, I still... I'm in stout season, so I'm going with the stout. Yeah,
1: throughout the meal. What season. stout
0: particularly, so the fans can go out and join you with it?
2: Hmm.
0: Put you on the spot. We can come back to you. Nick?
1: <laughs> yeah, so... I'm thinking, like, so traditionally, if I, you know, as I became of age, we'd have a, you know, a glass of wine at dinner. Mm. Um, but I was, like, thinking, if I were to go back this year for Thanksgiving, you know, what beer would I try to, like, bring and pair with? And, of course, being a fan of IPAs, I'd mm. want to try to integrate that somehow into dinner. And I think I could have a, a nice, like, a, a Lagunese IPA or a little something Ooh, some IPA. Yeah, yeah. Have that with, uh, with dinner. Because so I think that would go really well with... Uh, you know, some of the white meat turkey, like maybe even with like the gravy, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I definitely think I could see myself having a, a stout or a, you know, a darker ale in there somewhere. Um, but I, I think I'd like to go for an IPA to, to pair with my, uh, my turkey. Cause the way we do, I mean, we do a whole bird, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I usually am a dark meat guy, but, uh, I would definitely go for some, some white meat turkey with, uh, You know, maybe a nice just like IPA, you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to go for like a hazy necessarily, just a traditional IPA. And, um, that would be one, one suggestion I'd have if we're doing a a pairing.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of in a, in a bind of what I would do. You know, part of me says like a Saison would go nicely Mm. with things, you know, it'd be easy, but I don't know if I want to be just having Saison- all day so you know i think something if you're thinking like hey let's grab something on the way in to thanksgiving i mean a sierra nevada pale ale is always a great choice it's not too powerful but it's it's clean enough to wash away the flavors or i mean even if you have a regionally like uh terrapin recreation ale that's good or founders all day ipa i mean yeah
1: that's nice doing like a session i think is a nice idea yeah
0: because um, i was thinking like sierra nevada torpedo because that's i'm like i was thinking of things like you can grab in the grocery store while you're getting your thanksgiving side dish that you're bringing and you just take it along and say hey but i think i'd be happy with some sierra nevada pale ales the yeah. og craft beer
1: og oh, OG. Oh, yeah and <laughs> i know lauren's not huge into the the heft game, but I think a nice hefeweizen is a nice one. Oh yeah! For like, mm-hmm. like I, I actually, I, I don't mind turkey, but like ham to me is a way better main course for like a I dish like that. I love ham. Yeah, and I feel like a nice honey ham, something like that, would be yes. nice with a hefeweizen because mm-hmm. um, you know that that kind of sweetness I think plays in with the uh, kind of like estery light biscuity flavor of a hefeweizen. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I, I guess top of my head. Uh, I think Boulevard has a nice. uh, Well, it's more it's a wheat, but uh, they have it unfiltered. I think that we, we talked about yeah. filtered versus unfiltered, mm-hmm. but um, Boulevard, I think their like unfiltered wheat beer is pretty nice. I think adding a little bit of lemon to that would be nice too. Oh yeah, nice zest garnish, it up a yeah. little bit. Zest it. Nothing wrong with a little garnish. Yeah.
0: So say you had to have a beer for main course and a beer for dessert. Where are you going? So you got some turkey on your plate. Got some mashed potatoes. A little bit of stuffing. Yeah. Maybe you said, eh, get a little loose of the gravy.
1: Get a little gravy over Get there. a little loose of the gravy. getting all over the, get gravy all, all over everything. <laughs> gravy uh, train. I
2: don't like gravy. Young gravy.
1: You don't like gravy? Uh-uh. Really? I'm learning a lot about Lauren's uh-huh. preferences. Um, you know, it depends how you make your food too. I think like, if you use a lot of seasonings in your dishes. Like if you've got like really garlicky mm-hmm. mashed potatoes somewhere where it's you know overpowering, you're gonna want a stronger flavored beer, I think. But um I mean Tristan we just use like some butter mm-hmm. in our mashed potatoes. So it's pretty mild without the gravy. Yeah. Um you know, I think like a nice uh I don't know, I could go for just like a even an amber ale I think is pretty universal pretty mm-hmm. friendly in the palate. Uh for the main course. For dessert, now that's a great question because I had a delicious, albeit very strong, um, stout, and at Boulevard actually um, is called uh, the stuff of legend, and it is mimicking the flavor of Oreo. Oh, really? Ooh. And it's a nice syrupy, thick dessert, a little mm-hmm. bit boozy stout from Boulevard. It comes in like thirteen point three percent. So I mean, it's it's a sipper, but I think it it would go really well with dessert. Granted depending on what you're having. Mm-hmm. If you're pumpkin pie, I'm not sure that the chocolatey kind of like, Yeah. or marshmallow kind of note from, Yeah. That would go well with the, uh, you know, the sort of savory flavor of a pumpkin pie. You'd want something probably similarly sweet. Maybe like similarly a, ch- Like a, what do they call that? French soap pie maybe, or mm. something like that.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I You know, I was in the amber, like I was thinking like duck rabbit amber. Oh yeah, for with meal, but also like, I really like Brooklyn Lager. That's pretty good. That's pretty light beer that won't overpower anything. But yeah, if, yeah, if you do have strong dishes, then you probably should amp it up a little bit. So I think that's where the amber ale or even a uh, brown ale, like Rogue Nut Brown Ale. Oh it's yeah, pretty good. Nut Brown. You like that? You approve?
1: Mm-hmm. That's almost one you could carry from dinner to dessert.
0: Yeah, really, it is because you could yeah
1: take it along with you. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, or, Boulevard. No, uh, Brooklyn has a uh, red IPA. I think that is also mm-hmm. really nice for uh, you know, you know, you could have it with your uh, your stuffing, your cranberry, cranberry yeah. sauce. If yeah, you know, if that's your cup of tea. For dessert, you can but get. It's
2: not. It's your cup of beer.
1: It's your cup of beer. <laughs> cup of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I think. I mean, what the rule of thumb would be? You know, it's you're complimenting the food. You're not trying to. Uh... Yeah, well, Ooh, it I mean, I think so
0: nice. I think there's t- there's two <laughs> two ways that you could... you're a wow. good-looking have... mashed potato. <laughs> <That's a> good... <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, there's two ways you can do it. You can either complement the food with the same sort of flavors and textures that, or you can do things that'll amplify the you know, like so. Say you have an IPA with a a sweet dish, which is something mm. that people will pair with dessert now. I think a little more frequently, but it Brings out, like, the sweetness, so, you know, you think of the bitterness of a strong, like, West Coast IPA, and then you mm-hmm. have something sweet after, it's probably going to amplify the sweetness that you get from that, so. Yeah. You can attack it pretty much anyway. I guess the, the moral of the story is whatever you like. But, I mean, Thanksgiving, I don't think you can go wrong with pale ale, an amber ale, no. brown ale. Or a bottled wine. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just say?
1: No, I guess with the wine, it's Get out of here! <laughs> nice to have something kind of dry to help kind of, you know, cleanse your palate, because... Thanksgiving, typically your plate is going to consist of so many different flavors. Oh, yeah. And so it's going, to, it's going to be impossible to pick one drink that's going to... Rule them all. Yeah. Unless
0: you're like some kind of crazy person that just put one thing on their plate at a time and <laughs> then had one beer and then like made like a nine-course meal out of it.
1: And some people eat one. They go around the plate. You know, they finish one thing before moving on. I'm like yeah. bites all over the place. Oh, me too. Oh. And some
0: people don't like their food to touch. And no. I don't really care because it's usually stacked vertically because I don't put anything <laughs> think on my no plate.
1: Problem. I need a trash can lid.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But Serving dish, fun. please. I,
1: uh, all I know is it's, you can't really <clears> go wrong <throat> having good food with good beer. And uh, just uh, and good people. have fun with it, I think, really. And thankfulness. I'm thankful, thankful, thankful. for <laughs> beer. Yeah. Always. Every day. Not just on Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: Lauren, you look like you're thankful for uh, getting us an L C Pick of the Week.
2: Yep. <clears throat> and you should be thankful for me for providing instead. L <laughs> C Pick of the Week. Elsie's pick of the week. Pick of the week. Alright, alright. So, go ahead and uh, assume the positions. (laughs) So stay seated,
0: but close our eyes. (laughs) Yes. I'm waiting with bated breath.
2: With bacon (laughs) breath.
0: I'm waiting with bacon prep. Sizzling.
1: Did you crack that beer? I didn't even hear it. Oh, I heard it. It was a nice crack. I must have been talking.
2: What else is new?
1: Oh. Ooh. And Lauren has had some zingers Shee! today. <laughs> That's
2: what happens when you wake me up from a nap.
1: What, do you have, in essence?
2: Mm.
1: what are you evanescence? What may happen? Now. Joe may have saved you for some trouble later, Lauren. Because, you know, if you nap too late in the day, you can't go to bed. False. Exactly. False. Is that false? Yep.
2: Very for false. you? Very false. He'll probably still have more trouble going to
0: sleep than I do. Uh, we've got a beer in a glass.
2: Yes, yes. So what's on the nose, gents?
0: I'm
1: having a hard time, actually. Mm. Oh, nose just got really wet.
0: <laughs> hey, the
1: glass is that full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... On the nose... It's like a porter,
0: Peter Piper?
2: Ah.
0: Might have to taste it.
2: To be fair.
1: Oh, it's really foamy. I just got a mouthful of of foam.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's like supremely sweet. Is it? It's like a candy bar. Tastes like hot chocolate.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, the cocoa.
0: Cacao nibs. Just kidding. It tastes like. Nesquik. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can't imagine going back to drinking chocolate milk where you just add in like Nesquik syrup into regular milk. Or powder. Or the powder. The powder is better than the syrup by far. Oh yeah.
2: I don't think we ever did that.
1: Ovaltine? Who wants an Ovaltine shake?
2: I want some Ovaltine. <laughs> I better make more. I really like our fair life chocolate milk.
1: How come moms on TV commercials are always so willing to just, like, feed the neighborhood? It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Totino's Pizza Rolls! <laughs> it's not real life. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think this is a chocolate hmm. porter. Or stout. It's got a
1: slight...
2: So the taste and the nose are too different for me.
1: Um... Also, the mouthfeel, it's very uh, crisp up front. Yeah, It's got a bright punch. And then it kind of subsides a little bit. It's like light to medium body. Mm -hmm. Not super Mm. heavy feeling. Yeah, the nose...
0: I don't pick up a ton on the nose. It's more like... I don't even know.
2: I don't even know. Yeah,
1: it's almost just like... He's like hot chocolate or I could almost guess like some like brownie batter. It's just like really sweet chocolate.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm taking a peek at it. Oh, it's dark. Nice tan. We've had dark hands. beers this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Tan head, bubbly. It's funny the difference between a nitro head and like
1: just straight CO2 because... Oh, gosh. I actually have an idea what this is. You do? Yeah. I'll wait. Have you had it before? No, no, but no, I haven't. But I, I'll explain my my reasoning eventually. I have my guess All right now. Go for this. it. I'm guessing that this is a. Uh, it's I don't have a name. It. I think it's a chocolate caramel brown ale from Edmunds Oast.
2: Interesting.
1: Is that correct? It's the not. way she said it sounds. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> reveal
0: it
2: really you don't even take i don't have much? a
0: specific beer i don't know it's like a, a just the chocolate stout or porter so what
2: else are you tasting like on the after
0: it's like some unknown sweetness bitterness to me i can't what are you chocolate
2: i think it's a very distinct flavor like aftertaste
0: it's supposed to be like mint or something what I just I can't really smell it. Maybe that's why,
1: because I'm having a hard time smelling it. Is there any like uh, vanilla by chance, or is there anybody else? Is that just me?
0: Raspberry. <laughs> There's something. Something there.
2: You're getting colder.
0: I'm getting colder. Yeah. Chocolate, coffee, chocolate, toffee, nut. I don't know. Put me out of my misery. All
2: right, just take a sip again.
0: Okay. Guide me. Guide me through this tasting experience.
2: Let it linger on your tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. Now swallow. Okay. And what is What does that taste like? I think it's very distinct. It's
0: something familiar, but I can't place it.
2: Okay.
1: So, chalking this one up to a, a loss. All right, gentlemen. This right. is
2: actually Hardywood Christmas pancakes.
1: So it's supposed to be maple. Oh, yeah.
2: So I distinctly hmm. taste the. Not
0: well when you say when you say that. Hmm. That's what I taste now.
1: Interesting that like chocolate seems to be more. Oh, is there not even any chocolate?
2: It's a imperial milk stout um, with spices, hmm. honey, and maple syrup. See,
0: now that I have Sour. that, now that I have that context, when I like breathe out, like you said, it is like.
2: It's very distinct. Like you
0: can, a hundred percent. It's like I just ate. It actually reminds me a lot of the flavor of waffle crisp cereal. Kind of Waffle yeah. crisp, like yeah. straight up. But I would not have pictured pulled that because in the context of these beers, I'm thinking chocolate is a very common thing. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So this is um brewed. In is it got, got ginger to it? Hardywood Park Craft Brewery in Richmond, Virginia. Hardywood. Um. Actually, this was rated Virginia's top rated brewery three years straight. Um, mm. I find it interesting also that they give recommendations as to what glass to utilize. Oh, really? So it says slowly into a stem glass, and it has a little picture. Oh, okay. Mm. It also says to savor at forty five degrees.
0: Maybe Christmas. Pancakes. Maybe we should have let it warm up a little bit.
2: I did. I let it sit out.
0: How, is it at forty five degrees? I don't have a thermometer.
1: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> you should. Any, any
2: stabs at the ABV? 9.2%. Wow, you are dead
1: on. And I saw it untapped. <laughs> <laughs> so you cheated. Cheater. You cheated. Cheater. Hey, but I admitted it immediately.
0: Well, interesting beer. I actually, yeah. I like it. With that context, I tasted 100%. Without it, I, it was like a weird chocolatey flavor that I picked up. And I don't know where yeah. that came from. Have so, you had
2: their gingerbread
1: stout? Mm-mm. No, I've had some from Hardywood though. I, I've had a few of their beers. The Great Return IPA, I think it is. Um, Interesting. So I had to also... Because I made a very specific guess, I... I actually, So, I went to Jarvis Street, and I was getting some beers. And uh, they had a beer that was a... Uh... uh it's from Edmunds, was, but it was like a chocolate caramel brown ale. I think it's just called chocolate caramel um, or chocolate caramels. And uh, Lars there told me, he's like, oh, he's like, it's just like a Rolo. No, like really. A Rolo oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. No. I was like, well, then I'm down. And Ooh, so... That would
2: be tasty. Now, granted,
1: this is not caramely, so... Um, obviously, the notes are not there. But I was getting like that chocolate, and I was getting something else that I couldn't determine that was sweet. So I was like, maybe well, that's what it is. And I, like, I was know. like, what, what are the guys if you got the same beer? Though? Yeah, that'd be really funny.
2: It does taste like one of those uh caramel covered
1: like, yeah chocolate, i
0: think there's a very like
2: a sandy f- thing there's
0: a very fine line between like the maple and the chocolate and the
1: yeah. i think in beer like it's like caramel and like maple and I'd similar be- flavors can be very yeah uh, yeah
0: ubiquitous i'd be so. interested to know what they use to flavor it is it actual maple syrup or is it like
2: it says yeah with gallons of local maple syrup for a sweet and sticky syrup, because what they did is they intensified their already decadent gingerbread stout with gallons of local maple syrup.
1: Interesting. Okay. Gallons of maple syrup. Gallons of syrup. There's
2: some more if you'd like some sure. additional.
0: Well, I guess on that note, what did you learn today? We'll start with you, Nick.
1: I learned that, um, if you might not know, or you can probably hear my voice, on am coming out of a little bit of a cold recently. And so, COVID! <laughs> when, uh, when, yeah, when you're like, uh on, We don't joke about
2: those things?
1: No. Sorry. Not in this house. Uh, no, it actually, it makes a, the work a little bit harder when you're, you know, mm, uh-huh. you know your breathing isn't quite, uh, or your you know, senses aren't quite at 100%. So, Attained. Um, uh, but... Was one an nice... excuse, geez. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, on, on a more serious note, I think, uh, what I learned, uh, I had to do a little bit more with uh, what I talked about with uh, the certified beer server exam um, and what it's going to entail. I think mm-hmm. today was pretty eye-opening. I, I was a little bit uh, maybe too uh, overzealous in my own abilities. So. Too confident. Yeah. Needed a little bit of a grounding, so mm-hmm. now I know what to expect. and uh,
0: Yeah, it'll be cool to study and see and all that jazz. It'll be cool. Maybe we'll have to listen to uh, Randy Mosher's book on the way up. Or as in
1: Randy Mosher. (laughs) What'd you learn?
2: That people don't eat potato salad for (laughs) for
1: Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, potato dishes, I'd say potato salad's probably on the lower end. I I could see like scalloped potatoes maybe.
1: Ooh, we forgot about that variation. I mean,
2: those are ways to eat them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you could eat them yeah. scalloped, or or you could eat them clammed. <laughs> I should just go. <laughs> yeah. uh, oyster, uh, <laughs> oyster potato, oyster <laughs> potato. Uh, what did I learned? I learned that to remove the crown from a twist-off beer bottle, you simply twist it off. And if you need more grip and to protect your hand, you may use a napkin. Nothing else. You know, they
2: do make, like, those grip assistance things. They're rubberized. We have several downstairs. Rubberized. Yeah. Or siliconized. I don't use them because I'm a man.
0: I'm a man. I don't use them things. That's my man voice.
1: I got nice, tough, calloused hands.
0: I got tough hands.
2: All righty then. I ride a Bronco
0: to work every day after I've smoked eight cigars. All righty. All righty. right, well, that wraps us up for this week here. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Let us know what you you, you pair with your food this this Thursday, if If, you partake. If you take any of our recommendations, I'd like to hear that, too, so you can say, Hey, Joe, that was the worst idea I ever had. Don't ever tell me what to drink again. Uh, That'd be be funny. Uh, But if it works out, that'd be even better. So uh, with that, cheers.